The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. This is our first entry into <laughs> horrifying October. What do we call it? Shocktober? I, yeah, or was it supposed to be Schlocktober or something? Schlocktober. Yeah. So this film is not traditionally a horror movie. No. But it is horrifying, <laughs> I would say. I mean... Thrilling. Yeah. Thrilling. It definitely it, it meets a lot of those mileposts that yes. you will find in, 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 a, in a very fucked up movie. <laughs> in any case, let's get everybody in, introduced real quick so we can get into this. I am the Groots. F you, Hunter. And our wonderful guest today, returning yet again, <laughs> Murphy. That's right. You have to deal with me yet again. I, this is, again, another non-dinosaur movie. Look. I know, and wow. I can't even make Gene Simmons as a dinosaur jokes this time. <laughs> you guys are making me branch out, and it feels uncomfortable. We love you <laughs> as a guest. You. You're one of the best. <laughs> now, blow smoke up my ass some more. I love it. It feels so good. Uh, anytime, anytime. <laughs> now, we have a wide range of movies we've watched in prior episodes. Um, some are... The quality of trucks or dead heat, and Oof. just want to bang our head against the wall after watching it. True, could be riding uh, some, the bus with my sister. Oh god, that's that's schlocky's, and that's not a full watch. I just wanted to see your face. Oh god, I fucking hate that movie. Anyhow, um, <laughs> then there's middle ground, and then there's movies like Mom and Dad, and I'd say this movie that are just this fucking fucking awesome. <laughs> So I got to give you some background on this movie. All right. Um, I discovered this movie early on when Drafthouse Films was releasing films, like DVDs, whatnot. Mm -hmm. They did the restoration. They, they discovered Miami Connection. Like, one of their guys in the company found it on eBay for Which is fucking 50 awesome. bucks yeah. uh, and a print and, like, reached out to, like, YK Kim and, like, made the movie. Then they then wild. they released the FP and like they had a oh god this is the same company that did the FP yeah they had draft the house ducks the ducks Jtro exactly <laughs> exactly they were killing it for a couple years and they kind of fell off unfortunately they're not really releasing anything anymore uh, this is pre COVID but even so this movie took me by surprise because it was a smaller film. And the particular director, it was his first movie. Mm -hmm. This but, is their directorial debut. But uh, it hit so hard. I saw it. I loved it. Uh, I showed it to friends. I showed it to <laughs> more friends. I had it at. I I showed it at one of the uh, back when I had drive in my living room. You know, back in, at the old house, like I freaking you know showed it, and it was a huge success. I've seen this movie like 10 times, which is why I didn't take that many notes. <laughs> yeah, and when you ran out of friends to show it to, you showed it to us. <laughs> and it just, it had to be on the podcast. Well, you've been hyping up for a while. I mean, yeah. you know, I've been, uh, we've been, I've been doing some outside uh, movie showings, and I know a couple nights ago we watched something, and you were showing me the trailer for this, and I was like, this needs to be 
watch for this podcast and share. So, Goddamn right. Yeah. Because not enough people have actually seen this movie. Yeah. No, it's fucking awesome. It so. was on Netflix for a while. I will say right now it is on Tubi. Oh. So okay. it can be free streamed. Yeah, but Tubi and, has some great stuff on there. Most of the Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh yeah, they have a, Tubi they have right so now. much genre stuff on oh, there, yeah. and some good schlock abuse. Because I think I've assigned at least three or four that are on that app. Why are we not getting paid look, by Tubi look, at man, this point? You just better be glad that I'm not allowed to assign you schlock abuse because I found some horrifying things. Oh yeah, yeah, no, there's there's plenty of those. But yes, no, this this is a movie that I think more people need to see. You're right, and it, I am so stoked to be covering it on the podcast today <laughs> and I'm so glad you guys got to see it I am too honestly like when you guys sent me the trailer for this film I watched it and then I was like did you send me the right movie because this looks really good not that I didn't enjoy the other films we watched but like in general it's a very well put together relatively newer film and even when I was looking at like I didn't get to do as much research as I normally like to do but I saw that it premiered at South by Southwest and did really well yeah all the way back in 2013, but it's still, it holds ground, man. It's one of those, I'm kind of surprised I hadn't seen it up till now, so. Yeah, given the yeah. content, I'm sure you didn't either. And I know we've been, we've been doing this podcast for a minute, but the nature of it is we're checking out movies that people haven't seen as much, a little bit more obscure, cult, genre, horror, we're, we kind of go all over the place. And they don't always have to be bad bad <laughs> you know that's that's what schlock abuse is for yeah i was gonna say sometimes so, they are bad bad but mm, yeah, we exactly. like the middle ground if possible sometimes yeah. so and sometimes you just have a gem that is a winner yeah. that is gonna stand the test of time and i honestly i think this movie will and if more people get to see it the better i think you're right i'm probably gonna have to buy a copy with it i know i'm gonna show my partner it because i mean for some of these scenes alone i'm just gonna be like look at this screen oh my Watch god this part oh all the cringe scenes like the first time watching it and then then just getting to see all the friends experience this <laughs> over the years has been so rewarding uh we are talking about cheap thrills yes That's right I'm, thr I'm glad that you, you stopped edging us to the name because I was just right at the tip of that. Um, but yeah, cheap thrills. I think we built it up, by the way, but like literally on the title, people will know, we're covering cheap thrills. But we're like, what's it going to be? Cheap thrills is the movie. True. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, there are so many times, even like, okay, you guys know that I'm a dork-ass motherfucker. And after you post episodes that I'm not on, I'm like, so I listen the podcast and I really enjoyed the part where you guys were talking about that scene in the movie and I just thought your commentary was great and I just also wanted to bring up that there's this related thing and I just what's great is when I read their text that's the voice I actually <laughs> read it in too oh there you it's go it's so weird that you knew the voice that runs in my head when you send me these texts well exactly like it's a weird friend Drescher thing yeah it's I mean it's I really it's, like the movie look it's the lighter view it's the lighter <laughs> version of the aggressive Jewish mother that yeah. lives in my brain. Look, honey, I'm worried that you're not eating enough because every time I come over here, you've only got like French fries and a beer. Brutes, I only ever see you with like whiskey no, or that's, something. That's heavy. Harvey Firestein yeah. right there. Look, like I said, Jewish mother. You're gonna rot your brain and keep watching this shit. I used to smoke a pack of cloves a day. I don't know what to tell you. Goth phases are rough. <laughs> Alright, so let's jump all into some cheap throws. I will say this before we get into the opening credits, 
And I was already like, thumbs up. All Sometimes right. you can put the right song, the right beginning of the movie. Same thing happened with Mom and Dad. Funny that enough. wasn't even in the credits, though. No. That, that was on the, the DVD menu. Yep. Okay, that's right. And at the end but, of the film. And at the end of the film is when it drops, and it's the perfect scene. We'll get to the end. (laughs) I have some shit to say about that end shot. But I just that throws me. Whenever there's one of my like favorite songs is on the menu, I'm like, all right, you've already won me literally before I hit play. (laughs) So because they played uh, Agent Orange, um, Cheap Thrills. Yep. There you go. And I mean, it's fitting. I mean, if you're gonna shell out for one song, because it's did not have a big budget. No. If you're no. going to shell out one. for one music right, that's the one. It's it's the name of the movie. It's perfect. Yeah. It's no, exactly it's... perfect. And the way they used it in the very end, we'll get to it. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and even before we start covering things, the way that they utilized the budget for, like, the gore that was in the film for the innovations that they did, they didn't need a whole lot of stuff to make it look exceptionally convincing and thorough. And as we go through that, I think you'll, like, you guys will hear what we are ref- what we could be referring to, but oh, yeah, really, yeah. you should just fucking watch this film. Yeah. Let's see. So this was directed by E.L. Katz. Evan Lewis Katz. Who, uh, <laughs> his only other feature, I think, that was of note was ABCs of Death 2. Yeah. Yep. The first section, A is for amateur, was his direction. That that was his his one. Yeah, I was gonna say because I think everyone's a different director. It and, is. And yeah. Both movies. Yep. So. And I saw he he did like a Netflix horror movie as well. He also he I think has gone on to do a little bit more in television from what I was seeing. Yeah. He had he had done um, six episodes of one of the newer seasons of something. Uh, forgive me, my my note taking was utterly shoddy today. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you're not on your game. I know. I'm a (laughs) lame-ass COVID lazy hoe. (laughs) So let's go into some of the actors. We got, I guess, the main star of it, uh, Pat Healy, who, the name's really familiar. I've looked at some of his stuff. He's kind of just been mainly background in a lot of stuff, but uh, he was in uh, Innkeepers, which is... Yeah, the Innkeepers. That was... Yeah, uh, the dude who also did, um, oh crap, I'm blanking right now. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but yeah, he's been a few things, but he plays the main one. The one that threw me the fuck off was his friend uh, Vince, who is Ethan Embry. Yes. Now Ethan Embry is if you've seen uh, what show, I don't like Empire Records. Empire Records, the the guy that smiles all the time, or that thing you do, the guy that smiles all the time. Or can't hardly wait. You know the guy that smiles all the time. Yeah. Like literally every one of these movies, he's the guy that smiles all the time. So it was kind of thrown off to see him in this bearded, tattooed, looking like trying to look hard as shit. And I was just like, this is a different take on Ethan Embry. I haven't seen him in a while. So it's been you know fifteen, twenty years yeah. since a lot of those movies, yeah. and uh, he's grown up and he's gotten a little bit more beast and. Yeah. It actually worked for the role. Like I think he did it amazing job. Oh yeah, he did do a great job, and he was still smiley at at various points. And it's like it's it like was... if you took the dude from Empire Records and grunged him out. That's what it was. Like here, wear flannel, grow some facial hair, and here's a stocking. Pretty much. Yeah. I love that you're looking at me, knowing that I haven't seen Empire Records. I know. Um, <laughs> so that's that's cool. It, it, I didn't see it until maybe like two years ago. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh no. It it, it well, that took makes a, me feel a little. It better. took a long time. Like. I was just like, oh, that 
that's a dumb one. <laughs> Do you know how many We're, dumb ass fucking movies I watch? Like careful, it's amazing. I know a lot of people like that movie. Let's not lose some no, listeners no. over shit on records. I do have appreciation for it. Okay, However. they shouldn't get butt hurt because I have a small soldier's tattoo, and they need to chill the fuck out because I clearly have <laughs> a small soldier's tattoo. I'm just saying real quick when it comes to Empire Records, I didn't realize how big the falling was till every year. Somebody will post Russ Manning's birthday on the site. So, Rex Manning? Yeah. You said Russ. Rex. Russ. You Dude, know. even I've been on See, the fucking internet. <laughs> See, that's how much exposure to Empire Records you have know without was, knowing. I didn't know that was Empire Records. Yep. I just thought it was some sort of weird STD thing. <laughs> no, no, that's literally what they put on there. So, oh, but, right. um, and then the. Get to my favorite. And then the top. Motherfucker in this, in my opinion. Yeah. Motherfucking whammy. <laughs> <laughs> David, uh, how do you say his last name? Keckner. 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 Champ from Anchorman. That's right. God damn. I mean. And this is him. So many things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but this was like the first time that I really saw him play off comedic brand like he was funny in the movie he yeah. had some great he lines was, but, but it was threatened it was sadistic but he was dark and it was fucked up yeah and he carried it so well like honestly like he I, I believe that he had these acting chops but it, it was yeah. something different to watch him use the fact that his casual like almost unresting comedy style and then be like oh by the way I've been fucking with you and you guys are screwed Sometimes and uh, it happens a lot with Saturday Night Live alumni because he was part of that cast, Will Ferrell and a few right. other people. Was for, he? Yeah, yeah, he was in the cast from like, for like a year or two. A few years, I think it was like at least three or really? four years. Yep, yeah. When they brought in like Will Ferrell and Sherry O'Terry and all oh, that that cast, oh, he was part of that cast. But you know, at this point, I'm not shocked. I mean, you you watch something like Bill Hader and mm. um, right Barry, Barry, and stuff like that, yeah. and like now more and more, of these comedians are fucking just. Oh, you want to see? I can I can do serious. I can do statistic. Well, actually, so that's something that you that I brought up on from the mouths of madness the last time I think was on you guys on with you guys because comedy and horror go so hand in hand so many times with like with the way that they tend to rise and fall and rise and fall there has to be that push and pull so that way because you don't want to become exhausted watching the film you have to have that give and take and comedy in a lot of ways horror in my opinion can examine more subjects than comedy can but it's a close it's a close race for the way that they can examine outside subjects and I think that's why and again, in my opinion, because I know some people don't think they pair well, but in my opinion, that's why they go hand in hand so well. I think there's a reason why uh, a lot of uh, comedians who end up going into acting can do these heavy ass roles, mm -hmm. whether it's horror or drama. You're looking at like you know people like uh, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, who have done amazing roles. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, who have done just incredible things outside of that like comedic uh, centric you know area because i think the nature of comedy you put so much of yourself mm -hmm. out there when you're doing stand up or you're you're doing these things and it's you're basically going up there naked like you oh, have yeah. to you have to perform and you really have to deliver and it makes complete sense to me that david keckner in this role 
delivered the way he did. Absolutely. And I mean, so I've done both stand-up comedy and been naked on stage, and it was harder to do stand-up comedy. It is a different type of exposed in each level. And I will say that when it comes to comedy, some of the best comics I have worked with and witnessed, even some of the most kind and wonderful individuals, have something dark that they are wrestling with because so much of comedy comes from trying to escape a dark place and from recognizing right. that dark places are in some way universal. And that definitely is where this movie <laughs> came from because it is a nasty piece of work. Oh, oh right. yeah. Ooh, and actually that ties us into one of our last like main focuses of the film, which is Sarah Paxton, who you may know from Last House on the Left. Yeah, the remake one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 90, uh, 2009, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's lovely, but she's incredible in this movie. Oh, yeah. As like the disaffected kind of like bored trophy wife yeah. to this older, very affluent dude, David Koechner's character. And he's like, it's your birthday. We're six months married. I'm going to give you the time of your life. And apparently the time of their life is <laughs> a very fucked up game. It's just a harmless game of bets. Gertz. It is. <laughs> All of these were choices. Alright, so let's just roll it up. We get introduced to Craig. Automatically we realize how much his life fucking sucks. He's got a wife and a newborn. Well, those are the good things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, hold on, hold on. but I was going to say he's got a wife and newborn. And you're like, okay, life. And then, oh, but they're about to be evicted and... He's already stressed out about that, and then we cut to him at work, and there's his boss goes over to talk to him, and you pretty much can tell, eh, this is this isn't good. <laughs> yeah, cutbacks. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, man. And so now he just looks fucking defeated. I mean, like, you know, he already they're already dealing with getting evicted from their place again, Seven newborn years. child, like fuck. And there's this. Well, I guess I'll just have to work overtime. Or nope, never mind. You're out of a fucking job. Yeah, he was supposed to talk to his boss about a raise that day. Yep. Also, yeah. I have to say, I know this guy is. His name is Pat Healy, who plays Craig, as we discussed. But he looks like Colin Robinson from What We Do in the Shadows, and Bill Burr had a baby. <laughs> and I can't stop seeing that. So his face turns up in all kinds of stuff. If you go through his IMDb, he has. Tons of credits. Yeah, and he's usually him. a supporting actor or a side actor. He was actually in uh, Winter Soldier. I saw that. Like, as yeah. one of the scientists or something. Um, so. One of my favorite roles of his, a uh, couple favorite roles, he was in Rescue Dawn, that, like, uh, Vietnam. With uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yep. But he was also in this movie, smaller movie that I definitely want, maybe even to do on the podcast, uh, called Starry Eyes. Hmm. I'm already talking about that. Which is uh, something I wanted to bring up on that Renaissance of Horror episode that you guys did, <laughs> and I freaking spaced on it. And as, I forgot. as what always happens it when always happens. Yeah, Amazing so movie. Cool. It's 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 a tremendous indie flick, kind of on the same level of uh, of this. And he plays like a wing restaurant manager, and it's just a great little role. And he's fucking fantastic in it. And I rewatched it recently. And I was like, oh shit, there's the guy from fucking Jeep Thrills. <laughs> but he fuck. he definitely plays the sorry, sad, what the fuck do I do? Like, you know, and so he pretty much is like, fuck, I guess I'm 
I need a little time before I go home and look completely fucking destroyed and defeated in front of my wife right before we get ev- evicted. So go to the bar. Let me go well, to the bar. He says, I'm going to I'm gonna go catch up with Enrique. Yeah, Enrique. yeah. yeah. Uh, and he got fired at the beginning of the... Who the fuck fires someone at the beginning of the workday? Like, you gotta save your I thought payroll. that was a classic. Dude, <laughs> no, you got a full day's work out of people because if, if you piss them off early in the day, they got time to come back and do something stupid. Like, I thought that's something everybody knew. You'll notice that he finished the oil change and he's washing his hands when the guy's like, come on over. You finished that job. Yeah. Now you get to get fired. (laughs) Which is kind of fucked up. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. So. But he ends up to this bar and. He's drinking alone. Yeah. Yeah. And then here rolls in grungy looking motherfucker Ethan Embry. Well, he shows up uh, putting. Putting Craig in headlock. Yep. Oh yeah. From like behind, Lost is like, "Oh, what the fuck are you doing?" And it's like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" He did not expect to see or meet anybody he knew, and and lo and behold, it's his old high school buddy, a skateboard buddy. Are they really buddies though? Like, are they I mean, really that like tight? They were. Sort of, but it's like Time's if they passed. were, if, but if they were really tight, in five years have passed. You know, like. I feel like it's one of those things you where it's high like school. They were high school, type. and that's what I'm saying. Like high school type. Exactly. I'll call. Exactly. I'll say that. Like, it's, oh man, I, I haven't say seen high you. Tight anymore. That feels weird saying. <laughs> <laughs> she was high school type. Don't no. See, yeah. No. No. Damn. No. You know what? No. Groots, turn off the microphone for a second because I have to beat up Hunter. <laughs> Girl, you're high school tight. Anyhow. Uh. No, no. It's that. It's that sort of friendship. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah, this, that's sticky. That's sticky. All right. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's in. Oh <laughs> no, it's that friendship that, you know, sometimes, you know, you have friends that you just kind of fall out with. Lives mm-hmm. go in different directions. And obviously that's what's happened here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they haven't seen each other in many years. And it's like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? I haven't seen you. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, so they start catching up at the bar. Of course, Craig's like, yeah, you know, got a wife and kid now, stuff like that. And it's kind of hyping his shit up. But then... No, he's, he's but, kind of downplaying. Like, well, no, this keeps asking saying. questions, and Craig isn't really But answering. at some point, he kind of breaks down. He's like, actually, shit fucking sucks. <laughs> like, well, I, I'd like to bring up the, the quote where he's just like, oh, you got married? Come on, man. Like, I couldn't do that same... What does he say? Same pussy for the rest of your life yeah. or something? I like, when I get in it, I'm already thinking about the next one. I'm like, well, that's who you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That's delightful. Which might again also kind of say why they haven't seen each other in five years. High school tight, you know? Oh, high school tight, yeah. That, that, that could have been a Joe Piscopo line in Dead Heat. God oh, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, they really could have. Like, you gotta think about the next one. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm just gonna re- default to the Joe Piscopo in my brain, which is, of course, Johnny Dangerously Piscopo. Well, yeah. A, a, That's allowed. Much better. That's allowed than yeah. Dead Heat Piscopo. But uh, saved me from Dead Heat Piscopo. It was in my watch list so and I took it out. Craig uh, goes to the pisser and yep. and there is uh champ well, i'm just gonna call him champ because his I'm, name in the film is colin colin see because starts with a c champ anyhow um so champ's leaving and there's a random 50 dollar bill just no he did coke in the bathroom man right. that's why the fucking 50 but that's what i'm saying it's just sitting there and you already kind in of the see toilet. the glimmer of desperation in craig's eyes where it's like that's a fifty dollar bill. I don't give a fuck if it's in the toilet. Like it's there. Yeah. And he's walking out of the bathroom, shaking his hand off. Exactly. I mean, he Hope looked at that. You knew he was like, I mean, I'm broke. I'm I, grabbing the toilet fifty. He's he, he's too. civilized. He probably washed his hands. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. just saying. 
But uh, yeah, no, they civilized. But we watched the rest of that film. They meet (laughs) back up at the bar, but he has admitted to his his old friend Vince that Mm -hmm. you know he's forty five hundred dollars correct going to get evicted in debt, and you know Vince isn't at the bar anymore when he comes back from the bathroom, and 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 Vince is like, hey, come on over here, and and lo and behold, there is this couple. Mm-hmm. Which is Colin and Violet, uh, David Koechner and Sarah Paxton, mm-hmm. sitting over in the corner, and he's like, "Hey, these guys want to buy us a drink," and it's like, "Oh shit!" So uh, Craig comes over, and they all sit down, and already kind of established, Champ's got some money mm-hmm. because the waiter comes over with a bottle of. Well, he, sh- he shouts across the bar, "Actually, bring us the whole like round of tequila! Actually, bring us the whole bottle!" Yeah, and the person comes up and is like, oh, that's going to be like $300. And he's like, oh, 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 shit, I don't know. Oh, here, like, you know, like, I got some fucking dough. Don't yeah. don't insult me by telling me, like, can you afford $300? Yeah. That's the kind of player shit that I've never <laughs> been able to do in my I know. Yeah, God damn it, I want to do that shit, too. Like, oh, is that going to be it? Like, I thought you said something that was high. $300, bam, out I mean, of my face. I mean, I'll fight my friend to pay for their burger. I don't know if that's tough, but... Uh, <laughs> throw that out there on a side note like there was a time in my life in my early 20s when i was had a bunch of role-playing friends and we all got it <laughs> <laughs> look i'm here with this you is but go on no 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 this is the closest Continue. i ever got wait are we talking right. about richmond at night no no no. Th- this was old cam friends uh when we were in hampton roads okay okay go on and uh we all got our best suits on we went out oh, to like. Are you gonna have to define suits, by the way? No, no, no. Like they're fucking ventrues, man. Okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, like fucking like nice suits. Okay. You know? And uh, we went out to this fucking like swank ass club out on in Virginia Beach. Oh man! And we got a table. We got bottle service. We no. saved up for this shit. Yeah. And we were. <laughs> it was cool until you said we saved up. For yeah. This. And we like fucking wore ballers for yeah. a night. <laughs> We just had a good time. It was good though. It was like playing pretend because you know the minute you left there, you're like, "Oh my god!" We all spent like 90 90 bucks a piece. (laughs) Fucking Jesus! Oh, that was me in my high school reunion. I bought everybody whiskey because I was like, "Fuck all y'all, we're doing whiskey." Oh no, I I, we had one time where we were down at Myrtle Beach off season. We went to a strip club, and nobody else was there except for like one dude in the corner. Five of my friends came up there, and we only probably had about. Fifty or sixty dollars amongst all of us, but we had them all at once, and we all sat at the the next to the stage, <laughs> and we were kings that night. I tell you, we were kings. Yeah, because nobody go. else is throwing ones at them. So yeah, I there roll harder than you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> back to reality. So, so back to the actual plot of this movie. Actually, <clears throat> no. This this segues in nicely because it's perfect. Uh, at one point, you know, we we recognize that they're uh, that. Violet and Colin are not only high rollers, but they they like to gamble a little. Just you know, a casual bet between them, like a hundred dollars to one or the other, depending on if the gentleman at the bar looks at the ass or the tits of the waitress. You know, hundred dollars, a gentleman's agreement, if you will, no, a small trifle. But eventually, this grows stale, and so they're like, "Oh, we should hit somewhere else." And well, Vince, right before that, before they venture out, oh of the no, bar, you're right, you're they're right. They're like, "All right, let's you know, let's we got Vince and Craig here." Besides being drinking buddies, we can involve them in our, our little game of bets. So there's a chick sitting at the bar, and they say, all right, first one to go over there and get that chick to slap you in the face gets $200. Oh, no, no, no. the first started with the shot. Whoever does that shot first oh, yeah, gets yeah. 50 bucks. Yeah. But that, you know, that that's that's a kind of lame bet, whatever. It's the first one where I'm, he's like, I want you to... $50 isn't a lame bet, sir. <laughs> but I wanted you to do something that's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. Mm. Just a little bit uncomfortable. But go over to that chick... 
and get her to slap you for any reason, $200. Mm-hmm. So If you get her to slap you. And we get our first Craig attempt. He walks over there, and he's like, I'm going to do it. He's about to be an asshole, and then uh, he can't do it. And then yeah. goes back. His buddy Vince. He delivers. Yeah, he delivers. He cheated, but... We were already convinced Vince could just go over there and say two words from his, you know, opinion about I can put my dick in whatever I want. Um, that yeah, he was gonna get slapped, and yeah, he goes over there and gets fucking slapped. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but that's our first kind of preview into. All right, let's get into a little bit of uncomfortableness with them and see mm-hmm. how much we can get away with. So this affluent couple definitely has a game on, mm-hmm. and they are they are invested in these dudes, <laughs> these old friends that are at this bar and they are getting them to do these things. And, and taking pictures, having a great time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Selfies, pictures. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to a strip club. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got to change locations. Let's go to the strip club. Mm-hmm. The next bet is you got to smack that stripper on the ass. Mistake, because that is solid muscle. Because, well, all, not only that, but that is also, you get your ass fucking beat. Yeah. There I mean, no touching. Frankly, they're lucky the stripper didn't beat their ass because if that woman roundhouse kicked them with the heels she had on, they would have had a, like a hole through the and temple and that film would have been I'll over. I'll be honest, as I've been to a few strip clubs in the past and the timing of, because what? Vince goes, all right, fuck this, runs up there and smacks her ass and then they walk out. Now, no, they, most strip clubs... They run soon, the fuck out. I understand, but as soon <laughs> as this hand made contact with her ass, there should be a bouncer before they could even get to the exit to get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Especially like, you got close to Because her. they run out, but like they have enough time to run out, get the car, and then, what, like a minute later, the bouncer comes out and is like, who fucking, you know, slapped the stripper's tri- 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 ass? He didn't say who. He, he immediately, like, pointed at fucking... But I'm just saying, like, there's enough time the slap to happen, them gather themselves, go out the door, and know who slapped that girl's ass. That dude is a piss poor bouncer. He came out like I'm. He's a piss poor bouncer because they made it out of the fucking exit already. So, well, isn't there normally a bouncer by the exit? There should be. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, but yes, they come. Out. <laughs> like how we, by the way, dissected the whole bouncer look, to uh, stripper ass slap. No, this no, movie I'm is saying, not realistic at all. Yeah. Look, carry, carry the slapped ass to a bouncer equals. Look, no, I'm just saying that in a regular bar, you've got you've got someone by the door. Yeah. In a strip club, you have to you have to double that because people are going to make stupid choices. And, you know, getting their ass handed to them by a woman in high heels or a person in, in, in the scantily clad outfit isn't enough for some people. That's true. Now, that was risky. All right. But now we start seeing champs like, all right, let's start up in the ante. So here comes a bouncer, comes out, get in, gets in Craig's face. Yeah. Craig's not even the one that did it. And Craig's the one that's trying to, like, peace out yeah. at this yep. point. Like, dude, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. This is, and that's when champ pretty much says, $500, punch the bouncer. No, he says, if you hit him, hit him. first. Yep. And well, we already know he's fucking desperate as shit. That was bouncer is fucking double that dude's size, and he hauls off and hit him. Well, he gets a second to smile about it. <laughs> he's like, "Oh shit, I did it!" And then <laughs> yeah, and then he Cl- wakes up on the couch. Clock knocked the fuck out. Bloody yep. nose, fucked up. Mm-hmm. So we have now transitioned. Actually, I, I would like to share this quote for okay. when he wakes up because it is one of my favorite quotes. Is hey, you dropped like a souffle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so we have now transitioned to where 
basically the rest of the movie takes place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is this swank ass condo pad in wherever in LA. Oh yeah, we, we see Champ's got some fucking money, man. Dude, like, it's a nice. I, place. I, I think one of the first things yeah. uh, you know. Uh, Vince says, "Is like, dude, this guy's got like ten thousand years of scotch in this house." And I was like, <laughs> I know. "Yes, yeah, I saw your you you trying." And I was just that. like, "Oh my god, it's my favorite thing ever." <laughs> saw cartoon hearts around Groot's head. Goddamn right. Um, and yeah, so there there's swank pad, and there's like this great bar, and like art all over the walls, and mm-hmm. just nice fucking pad. Yeah, but uh, so then we get our next challenge, which was un. We didn't get we didn't get the next challenge yet because at that point they were like, oh, you need you need some painkillers. Oh, man. that's right. Because he wants to go the fuck. Because Craig yeah, wants, wants to go to the, the fuck f- home. Yeah. He's... And Champ is like, no, 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 I'm gonna get you some painkillers. And I've got like a pharmacy back there. So he <laughs> takes Vince into his office. Oh yeah, that's right. And opens the safe. Doesn't even have the safe locked. Opens the safe, and you see the vault of drugs and money. Yeah. And, like, it's just bags of stuff and stacks of cash. And when he comes back, like, Vince's eyes are, like, doing, like, the wily Coyote, like, bubble out, like, the wolf <laughs> eyes staring at somebody's ass. And he's just, like, trying to be cool, salivating over this That's cash. That's right, because then they go outside. Well, he comes back and Tramp is like, I think these are Percocets, and just chop yeah, There you go. Put these in your mouth. Vince has been doing coke the whole time yep. with Oh, yeah. With That's something Colin. I forget. Coke like, and poppers, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the all the booze and drugs. Mm. Yes. However, uh, Craig has not been partaking so much. I mean, he's he's done some of the booze. Yeah. But uh, this is more about getting fucking money than like partying it up. Exactly. At this point, he was still he still is on train. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. So important point of note, like that'll come into play later, is that I, I think it was completely intentional for Colin David Keckner's character. Mm-hmm. To take him in there. Oh, absolutely! So that, so that was... he could uh, he could see the money and yeah. all that kind of stuff, and, oh, yeah. and so he knew it was a full of shit too. I mean, yeah, well, exactly. That, but you got to test him a little bit. You got to test him to see what they're gonna do. Yeah. But he also brought him in there to put him up to the next challenge. Which the next challenge? Oh, well, it yeah. wasn't really a challenge. Yeah, it was Craig, just a, well, that's a challenge. I mean, you know, you're, they're friends. You know, Craig's outside with talking to Vince, and next thing you know, fucking Vince is pissing all over his fucking leg and that is a challenge because guess what you're gonna have to pay me some money i'm just not gonna randomly piss my friend's leg you gotta give me a little dough a little encouragement all right i'm feeling very reassured see there you go i look i will not i will not piss on you unless paid anyhow um (laughs) (laughs) okay I guess that could go places. We have entered into a new part of our friendship. I will not take you up on your urination services. All right, all right, just saying. (laughs) Thank you. But, so, Craig goes to clean up his friend's urine that's all over his leg. And he's mad. Yeah. I would be too. But in that bathroom, Vince is like, shuts the door, is like, it's like, you motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And Vince is like, listen, I'm going to rob these people. Well, he's, uh, remember, as we said earlier, coked out, where every idea seems like the greatest idea because oh, you're yeah, coked yeah. out of your brain. So his guess eye, what? Guess his what eye, we're going to do? His, his eyes, eyes are, are wide. Yeah. 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 Hyper dilated. I've got a, a weapon, pocket knife. Yeah. Um, we can totally rob this motherfucker. I have a pocket knife that's smaller than my dick. All you have to do is hold, hold on to the chick. I'll use my knife, and we'll rob these people. That's it's right. not really the best plan, but again, 
cocaine was involved. And they won't call the cops because they'll see that he's on drugs. I'm like, to quote Rick James, cocaine's a hell of a drug. That's right. It is. It is a hell of a drug. (laughs) It is indeed. That's right. And so, remember, after robbery is a solid. After a little convincing, Craig is like, okay. I'll do it. I'm in. He's fucking desperate. Like, yeah. Well, Vince, is, mm-hmm. Vince is like, look, we can do this shit. And Craig's like, fuck. I mean, all I have to do is hold this chick. You do all the, like, aggressive shit. Everything he's doing, he's doing for his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that comes up multiple times in the movie. But so they come out and Vince fucking pulls a goddamn knife on Colin. And uh, Craig is kind of like quasi holding the girl you know <laughs> holding violet a little bit like doing it doing his part as little as possible like, yeah he's pretty much he's like, not an intimidating she person still looks very disinterested with the whole situation <laughs> i know she, she doesn't look scared she's just like oh really almost like champ had said check this shit out i'm gonna make it so they they think they're gonna rob us like <laughs> exactly yep well that was a great setup though yeah so pretty much uh they set it up where Craig goes in, loads up all loads the money all the in money. the safe, and then Vince is getting really cocky and pretty much just like, all right, now give me your fucking keys to your car. And there's a amazing shot where yep. Champ oh. says, my keys are over there. And the camera pans over, and then you just identify what karate champion with Champ with fucking trophies yep. and... That and the car keys communicates right in front of to it. us immediately. Oh fuck! <laughs> and then instantaneously, fucking grabs fucking Vince's arm, like does a crazy twist thing. Disarms. Disarms. Disarms yep. Got the knife. You fucked up, dude. But I love that shot because he just goes, "My keys are over there," and then you follow the camera follows the direction he's pointing, almost as if I just want to know, let you know how fucked you are of what you did before I fuck you up. It's a perfect reveal. Yep. It, oh, it's yeah, it's a perfect reveal. As a viewer, you're just like. Oh shit! Immediately, bam, yep. and it happens. Oh yeah, yeah. where Fucking it's awesome. from the the point in time where they're like, where he went, I'm gonna rob these people, and we went, well, that's a bad plan, <laughs> <laughs> and are just waiting for that moment. We're like, how is it gonna happen? And I was not prepared for that that twist. Yeah. And just in case, maybe he was a little slow with I don't know the shitload of drugs he's been doing all night. Uh, if it affected his you know karate techniques. Um, also, his wife has a gun. Just to oh, pull yeah, that Bile. out, Bile pulls out the gun just as an added like, yeah, y'all. Are, oh, I see your little pocket knife, and I raise you a fucking gun. All right, like that's yeah. right. Just casually, same disinterested look with which she raises her camera to take pictures. <laughs> raises a forty-five caliber weapon. <laughs> It's like, hey, uh, you didn't know this, but David Heckner is now Steven Seagal, and yeah, he is. She's got a goddamn gun. Except that he's probably way more pleasant to work with. But we're talking about the moves. I mean, like, look, look, Groot to me. I know where you're going with this. Back in the early '90s, HBO had this thing for showing some of the early Steven Seagal movies. And whatever happened in a Steven Seagal movie, any confrontation was arms getting broken. The opposite way or things get broken there Look, was no we disarming can talk somebody Seagal, we can talk van damme we can talk jet lee but the fact is <laughs> fuck steven seagal that was still a great moment for champ yeah <laughs> true <laughs> i just want to break down for a second why we reverse steven seagal because that's where i'm going with that is- so then we have the scene where we really come to understand what their game is because once the tables are turned Colin is like, listen, we're going to rewind 
We're gonna rewind right now. We're gonna That's pretend right. like you didn't try to rob us. Right. We're gonna and we're gonna continue minutes? with this fucking bomb ass party where you guys it's are my, awesome. It's my wife's birthday. I don't you know, he's That's just right. like, look, let's not let this weak attempt at robbing us right. affect the rest of the night. You two are still here. Let's have some fun. Just rewind. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's basically being like, Yeah. With all of my money and power and the fact that I did coke in a public place earlier and just waved money at someone and they walked away from me and we have just thwarted your lame-ass robbery attempt, I'm going to do you a fucking favor and we're just going to pretend the last 15 minutes never happened. Okay? Okay. And, and this is where we find out their true intentions. I mean, it's a game show, right? Because, yes, exactly. They He describes it as such, but he, he's also like, listen... There is $250,000 over here that is there for the purpose of you guys to win. <laughs> and we are to steal. And we are going to, and it was fucked up that you tried to steal it, but we... We're still... It is, it is there for you to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's, that's where they're at now. It, didn't he call it one of the game shows where they gobble animal dicks? Right, I think mean, yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, fear, fear factor. factor. No, yeah. I know, but yeah, I know he was, but he specifically was like, yeah, it's gonna be like that, but you know. <laughs> you know what's funny? We both said fear factory and not fear factor. <laughs> I said factor. I, oh, you yeah. did? But oh, yeah. I, saw, I There is also factory. a metal that band true. called Phil Factory. So, um, industrial metal band. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, I believe it's the term is industrial metal band. Thank I have you very a, much. Oh, I have a stupid ass story from when I worked at Hot Topic later for you. Huh? <laughs> Do you have a Fear Factory tattoo? Yeah! No, I don't have a Fear Factory tattoo. <laughs> um, but I love the in... fact that Murphy agrees so fast no, before but... it processed. So, because I know you were hoping he said story. No, I'm sorry. I was just like weighing... <laughs> well, the... I did pull out Small Soldiers. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I was like, you know, what are the chances? There, well, it's, it's no, not he, much to get uh, Burton C. Bell came into the store, but I'd only ever seen pictures of the dude when he had long fucking hair and a full face, like full beard. He came in with short blonde hair and clean shaven, and I was like, and he was like, "Do you have any CDs?" And I was like, "Yeah, we've got these over here. This is the most recent release. Fear Factor's pretty good." He's like, "Oh, cool, because that's my band." I was like, "No, the fuck, it isn't. Like, you're some dude that just rolled in here on a skateboard, smelling like booze." I feel like that's something he has to do because he's hanging out at the Virginia Center Mall. No, they were on the way to they were on the way to Charlotte, North Carolina. But that's such a random thing. Be like, "All right, let's hit the mall." Dude, we had other fucking bands come in there, and my boss didn't believe them either. I, we just I know. Googling this them is a random like, thing. thing. I'm not saying that you're okay. Well, okay, you're we're getting look. We're getting in a Fear Factory argument. <laughs> we're on the podcast to discuss a film. I just Blue need to say, listen to them all. <laughs> I just need to say that you worked at Hot Topic, yes. and that's awesome. Yeah, that's hilariously. I still my want to say thing about you <laughs> right now. I still that, that say I worked at Hot Topic, and then Fye, that <laughs> band that opened for Biohazard and Slayer, stopped by the Virginia Center Mall. Uh, they were headliners on this tour. Thank you very I much. I understand. I looked it up, but just the level that they oh, played dude. with other bands that are some some legendary bands that they stopped by. The hot topic for just there. Okay, so we're right off of CDs. fucking ninety five, and your fucking theaters over there too. So quit razzing on me, douche. All right, my face is starting to hurt from. We're having way too much fun right now. My 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 all right, all right. Turner. Guys, right. There's the ball. There's the ball. All right. Okay. So, so there's a particular line that happens right at this point in the movie. Okay. Where Colin is like, "This money was for you." You know, there's a word for that. What is it? And Craig, the writer, is like. Irony? Irony? <laughs> and I just, like, chuckled. I was like, ah, oh, that's awesome. So, 
So they start out a little small again for it's be a, like a who can hold. He, he's he's oh, still he's right. still getting the brain working. So he's like, all right, let's just go. Uh, I don't know, two hundred dollars. Whoever can hold their breath longest, you right. know. And that's kind of a stalling until we start to come up with some more shit. Except that Vince starts getting real fucking serious, mm-hmm. and when it looks like Craig is doing better, Vince socks him in the stomach. Yep, he's about to pass to him win. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this really begins the adversarial. Yep. Right. Like the it's, friends, uh, the old friends that haven't seen each other in a while are now frenemies. Hitting, pitted against the, each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they go outside. Now I was a little worried because they go outside and he points down and he says, like, you see that? It's a pile of shit. Oh, God. And like, I had pink and I, 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 and what was I know. I did too. But immediately, and I appreciate it, he goes, I'm not going to make you eat the shit. And you're like, okay. <laughs> He's like, but my neighbors, that's from their fucking dog. And then you're like, wait. What's gonna happen here? But he says, "I want you. I don't. I want you to go into that house and do what their dog does to my property and take a shit in their house. Take a photo of it. Twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, that's big money. Now we're getting yeah. We're, for we're, these up, guys. we're up in the ante. So we well, started with eight hundred, and then they looked uncertain. So he was like, "All right, I'll go up to twelve hundred. Right. So, <laughs> and they do it. They do it. Well, they they learn if they can shit under pressure. Well, which appara- is, apparently which is Craig can. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Craig because there's eye-to-eye contact <laughs> with the child that is sleeping in the room right next to where they are dropping a deuce in the living room, all right? Oh Craig finishes first, rolls out, and be like... Snaps a photo. Snaps a photo. Peace, bro. And <laughs> as Vince is trying to get up, the daughter, the, this girl... Is just looking at him, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, "Sorry." Yeah, and he and just then, goes, "Shh." Yeah. Don't worry about me. I'm just taking a shit in your house, anyhow. And he runs out, and she starts screaming, and of course, uh, Craig wins the money. Mm-hmm. But Vince is mad about it. However, Vince shows up like a thirty seconds later with the dog in his hand. And, like, you can, and this is where you start to pick up. Vince is starting to get a little un, coke, unstable, competitive, because he grabs the dog, and he's like, "All right, how much you gonna pay me to kill this fucking dog? This is the dog that caused all these problems." And already you're like, "He's like, how much are you gonna pay me to solve the problem?" Yeah, and and this is where like you're really getting into the mindset of this fucking weird ass sociopathic rich mm-hmm. couple, mm-hmm. because David Keckner's like. Man, I, I'm, I'm not going to give you anything yeah, to kill what, a defenseless like, dog. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Yeah, 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 exactly. I know we've had you do some fucked up shit, but what are you talking about? Like, And it was kind of interesting because you thought the way things were going. He's like, all right, I guess I'll give you like, you know, 3K to you know kill a dog. But he's like, no, I'm not that kind of person. So... Yeah, this is this yeah. is Violet's birthday. You think yeah. she would want that? Yeah, it's so like, Violet comes what takes the it. fuck is but happening? Also, can we talk about how it was a teeny tiny little fluffy like poodle thing? And I thought it was going to be like a German Shepherd that tore their <laughs> ass apart while they were trying to shit in the living room. Yeah, I was waiting for that. But yeah, no, it's just a tiny. But it works the size of the dog later on. No, it, happens, it does. So. It does. It does. But I, I thought that shitting in the living room was going to end really aggressively badly. And then we get to, I guess, what the wife wants. She wants. And next thing you know, she starts putting the moves on Craig. And 
Uh, let's see. And then pretty much, uh, let's see, uh, <laughs> I believe... Oh, she starts rubbing his shoulders. Like, yeah, she starts rubbing his shoulders. So tense. And just says, uh, and then it's pretty obvious, she wants to fuck Craig. Mm-hmm. Not Vince, Craig. Craig's like, uh, I'm a married spud, man. That ain't gonna happen. And, uh, Champ's like, don't you want to fuck my wife? He's like, all right, all right, well, how much do I need to pay you to fuck my wife? He's pretty much keeps rolling out numbers, gets up to forty five hundred. Well, he says forty five hundred specific. He was like, "How about I pay right. you forty five hundred? And that's when Craig looks at him. He's like, "Hey, man, I put that money in your wallet, and I saw the eviction notice." Yeah, but that because he goes, he throws out numbers, and then it literally, bam, forty five. And he goes, "Oh, I might know that like you need forty five to not be evicted. So you fuck my wife." That's what you get. And which Vince is, like, living because, like, she's fucking hot. And he's like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll fuck her for free, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, like I, you know, I don't know why but you keep bribing married. him. But you're married. I'm married. And, and like, that's the whole thing. We have is an that open relationship. Is, I don't. <laughs> it's pointless for her to fuck Vince. She doesn't want to fuck Vince. She doesn't probably even really want to fuck Craig. But she wants to make Craig do something. I mean, she's getting of off of on yep. the excitement of doing something insane that, to a married man, yep, that make he it, doesn't or want to making do. him do that. Yeah, but he's also the one that had his nose broken, and she was the one that was like talking to him when she was like cleaning up his nose. Like, that's right. What did it feel like? I remember. Oh yeah, this, she goes to that this weird guy story. hit by a car when he was he was also skateboarding, and I remember what it sounded like. It sounded like brittle wood, and yeah. like all this. Like, yeah, so <laughs> she's kind of fascinated. Like, ooh, yeah, like she's she's a little off too. Yeah, she, she's a sociopath. Like straight I mean, up. And then we get the fucking bizarre ass scene of. They're not going to another room. She's just like, all right, let's do this here. And so she pretty much hops on. Yeah, she mounts and him on the floor. There's Vince watching, and there's Champ watching and also enjoying the show. As oh, no. He is vocally whacking off. Yeah, he is very much. Well, it's funny because you see him whack it off. He's not really saying much. And then Vince, who's sitting right next to him, not noticing, then turns and realizes, oh, shit. This dude's masturbating right the fuck next to me. Oh, it's because she looks at him while on top of Craig and just goes, I'm gonna fucking come. And he's like, oh yeah, baby. And then Vince looks over and is like, no! And, and he's like, me too, baby! <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm sorry, but the David Koechner, the kind of Sly Stallone yeah. weird-ass O-face is one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen in this fucking That's life. Right That's because there. he holds the bo- his bottom lip off to the side of his mouth, mm-hmm. and so he and he still uses that for his O face. Like that's his expression is the like the twisted like one lip goes one way, one lip goes the other, and it parts. But then he's like making a jerking motion. So I that shit will haunt my too. fucking dreams. Okay? As it should. So they pretty much both finish. Yep. And then he goes, well, I guess we need to change. We're all a little, what do you use? Sticky? sticky. Yeah. 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 So, Champ and the wife go to change. Oh, he and throws th- the money on Craig yeah. first. And Craig pretty much is like, I'm out. I'm fucking done. Like, I, I mean, I got, I, I got what I needed. I need to fucking leave. And he walks out. And then Vince is like, sweet. The rest of that money goes to fucking me. And... Couple comes back downstairs. All right, let's get it started. Where's Craig? He left, and like immediately, Violet runs out of the house because 
It's about having both of them there. It's about right. like it, the, this completely pointless. Like they, they and the look on on Champ's face where he's just like, like just you. Like this is fucking pointless. Like he, it's you can see it's turning a little bit where he's like, no, 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 no. This doesn't work with just one motherfucker. I mean, also she it was all about him. yeah. <laughs> it was all about the vicariousness of watching these two people combat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over this money. These people that started as friends at the beginning of the night. Yep. So she runs out. She doesn't see Craig, so she comes back in. At that point, Champ's like, I guess, I don't know. Um, what can I pay you to cut off your pinky finger? Like, just kind of like, like almost just there's not as much excitement, but like, I guess I'll just go through the motions Yeah. and do that. And immediately, who pops back up? Motherfucking Craig! Because... Because it's, well, I mean, Vince is... He realizes... He's like, it's $25,000? $15,000. No, well, well, no, it, was, it started $25,000. Oh, no, you're right. It was twenty five. And Vince was like, okay, I'll do that. And he's about to. And that's when fucking Craig comes back well, in and be like, I'll do it for twenty three. Well, because Craig realizes and he says, look, the forty five covers not this to be weeks. evicted in this month, but... There's nothing after that. He understands, like, fuck, I could kind of clear out. Yep. I could clear out some fucking money. There's still 250000 there waiting for me. So, fuck that. I'm going. And then... They start haggling <laughs> down <laughs> yeah. the pinky finger. Oh I God. know. <laughs> it's like 25. He's like, I'll do it for 20, 22. And it's like, guy, 21. <laughs> 20. 20,000. <laughs> yeah. You say another fucking word, I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> he's like, yeah, fifteen thousand dollars. While he's doing. holding onto his throat, right? Yep, yep, yep. So that's... and Hunter and I are sitting over here going, "Which pinky would?" I, I'll like? be honest, <laughs> I started thinking like even fifteen thousand. Like pinkies aren't real. I, I don't. I could get one. Top I'm gonna off. maintain this for both of you, both Groots and Hunter, and anyone listening. Should I take a bet or fuck up in a stupid accident, which is equally as likely? Um, I do not wish to be called Stubbs. I will be Nubbins. Thank nubbins. you. Nubbins. Um, oh, that's oh. right. They, them, Murphy, Nubbins. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> nubbins Lawless. <sighs> now I just sound like a gangster. Yep. Okay. So, Craig gets it. Yep. He's like, $15,000. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So, they set up the butcher block situation mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Got the iron. It's a big fucking meat cleaver, yeah. too. Yeah. Got the iron set up. So mm-hmm. immediately after, let's, you know. To cauterize the yep. wound. Yeah. I still don't know. That's the professional way to cauterize the wound. If you're bleeding a, that much, then go for it. I understand what I'm just saying. A fucking dude. iron is not really the. I mean, you want to jam your finger against like a smooth ass stove? What if they've got gas? That's true. <laughs> I don't know. Anyhow. In any case, it works. <laughs> it, it works. But, uh, yeah, and so he's obviously timid about the situation with his finger on the butcher block, and they're getting Vince to do the cutting, which is oh, yeah. important. Which is perfect. Yeah. Which is perfect because he's though. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. That's right. I yeah. might not get fucking paid, but I will be the one taking your fucking pinky. I'm going to take your pinky because you fucking undercut me by 10 grand on this pinky situation. So we get that really tense knives up. Comes down, fucking Craig pushes out, moves his fucking hand. He's like, all right, all right, all right. I need, I, I'm, I'm, you know, because I mean, you're, I need painkillers. Yeah, I need painkillers. I need you something. Have to chop That's off right. a 
part of my fucking hand. That's right. Are you sure you don't want to do this, Colin? <laughs> so as he's talking, he set up his pinky just sitting right there, oh. ready to go as he's trying to dig around, get some painkillers. And Vince is like, it's go time. Which I think, honestly, is probably for the best because, yeah, that could have been a that much longer scene. wasn't going to kick in that fast. If no, it wasn't going to kick in, but... If it's going to happen, it's better to be not paying attention. If as, you've ever had a shot as a kid yep. with a good nurse that has distracted, distracted you, you and you get the shot and they're like, oh, it's done. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, but so I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now we're dissecting Peaky Cotty. No, no, no. I, I have a relevant point to this. Uh, so I'm allergic to lidocaine. So I can't use that as a topical anesthetic. All right. So when I had to have a cyst cut open on my thigh, they could use the sports freezing spray or nothing. Right. And I got to tell you, you still feel everything. So a, like an incision of a blade on my thigh was awful. So the fact that it took him as long as it did to cry, I'm <laughs> proud of him. Because <laughs> I was just screaming and crying right off the fucking bat. So Vince just sees the opportunity, bam. Yeah. And then, of course, Craig is freaking the fuck out, as you should with your pinky pretty much being chopped off. They go to grab the iron, and then we realize, and we all react at the same time, it's not all the way off. It's still oh hanging, <laughs> so you can't even use the iron. And so they're trying to figure out what the fuck to do, because there's just a little bit of flesh still hanging on there. Ugh. Get the knife. Yeah. And so, and he just fucking pulls it off. I will say that was ball. I mean, he Craig's like fuck this and just yanks the last bit of little flesh off of there so they can fucking put the iron on. Dude, there. I ripped the fucking fingernail off and I couldn't do that shit. This dude is a fucking beast. He fucking does that shit. Gets gets the fucking iron Blech. like like and he tosses the the tip of his pinky. Just throws it off somewhere. For Vince the time throws it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But, but he, yeah. but yeah, no, he goes through that. He ends up like it was an intense ass scene. Like yeah. he, he blows like the like the bloody ass uh, tissues that have been oh, up yeah. in his that's nose right. ever since he got punched by the bouncer out, <laughs> and he passes out for a second. Amazing, I think he, I awesome think he just scene. sat there like like covered in snot. So it was amazing. Then we find out. Then they go to look for the finger. Yeah, they go to look for the finger, but and then we find out the dogs died. Because it was still in the house. Oh, tiny puppy. Now, how'd he die? He choked on something. What did he choke on? Oh, that finger. Oh, that piggy finger. So, uh, <laughs> Champ goes to take care of the dog, and then everybody's probably a little hungry. So then he rolls back up a little bit later with, uh, what are those fancy things that cover the... Bunt cake. Yeah, the, the bunt cake That's covers. That's what he fucking had on it. It was a bunt cake well, yeah, cover. It yeah. didn't make yeah. any damn sense. But he rolls up in there and he's like, all right, well, I got some food. And I think Vince says, oh, yeah, it smells, that, that smells really, really good. good. It was like a chafing dish with yeah. like a dome and on it. And yeah. as, as things have been progressing through the night, guess what? There's a dog. And he's like, all right. Chunks of dog. Yep, chunks of dog. Still with the hair on there. Yep. And either like he's like, all right, guys, I got but your you next challenge. But you said it smelled good a minute ago. Yeah, five thousand to who can eat the no, 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 or fifty thousand, right? Fifty thousand to whoever can finish their plate of dog. 
they're a little confused. They're like, uh, this is fucked up. I thought you didn't want to hurt. He's like, well, you, I mean, the dog already died. I just didn't want you to kill it. But, I mean, he already died. So, guess what? 50000 Who can finish it? And he was like, is it safe? <laughs> Craig's like, is yeah. it safe to eat? Yeah, no, I heated it to 165. I have a meat <laughs> thermometer. <laughs> so they start fucking pounding away, like, back and forth to see who can finish it first. And they finish right exactly at the same time. Yep. To the point, they can't figure out who finished first. It's well, a tie. Yeah, it's a tie. So we need a tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. Do you know what the tiebreaker was? What, what was it, Hunter? Hmm. Maybe it's what caused the death of the dog. What was that? So, I remember that being that the dog choked on the finger, but what does that have to do with the tiebreaker? That's the dessert. Whoever eats the pinky. Because that's what Violet, Violet decides. Yep. It's going to be the pinky. Whoever yep. eats the pinky. <laughs> and, um. They have a legit fight. Fight, yeah. They are fighting over that fucking pinky. Because the pinky was tossed like, go get it. Yeah. And they have a fight. And actually, Craig beats Vince up yeah. mm-hmm. to get the pinky because he's like $50,000. That's for my family. Yeah. Yep. It's and noble cause. he gets it and he fucking eats that shit. Eats his own severed pinky. Tries. <laughs> gets it <laughs> almost tries down. tries to swallow down. Yeah. And then he... Look. The I mean, man shoved a pinky finger, a raw pinky finger full of bone that previously belonged to him. Far, it made it far enough down for it to come back up when then he immediately barps the fuck up. Do you with, have a gag reflex? That doesn't have to go very far. Yeah, no. But far enough, they're going to count that as eating the pinky. I mean, it right? is cannibalism. Yeah. And, he, and he asked with, <laughs> with the he, throat he, right. running down his face, this counts, right? Does this count, right? And she's like, yeah, it counts. <laughs> Violet's like, yes, it counts. And he's like, yeah, $50,000. And that's when uh, Vince uh, tackles his ass and beats him half to death. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he's, he's him going in the kitchen. Like straight. I, I, I'll be honest. I thought he. I thought Craig was done because yeah. Vince is like straight up. Like I, I would compare it to um, like fucking John McClane when he's fighting the dude on uh, the stairwell with the chains, and mm-hmm. he's just fucking pounding the fuck out of him, just like. I'm, I'm going to be relentless till your face is mush. Well, I mean, one of the first things we learn about Vince when he's talking about what he does for a living, he talks about the fact that he broke a guy's arm in front of his daughter for $80. Yep, yep. And he's been growing increasingly more aggressive and jealous the fact that Craig is actually winning some of this money. He's yeah. winning. He got fucked by the hot girl. All sorts of shit. He's mad about the fact that... I, I, do, I always forget about that. Yeah, I mean, besides, you know... He got paid to fuck the hot girl. Yeah. He's mad about the fact that Craig took $15,000 to cut off his pinky when he, and and Vince specifically says, you stole $25,000 from me. Like he, he was going to do that, but they haggled it down. And, you know, so that's the nature of this thing. And in the meantime, they've been going back and forth about, their relationship you know it's like you know mm-hmm. what well, you're a fucking loser because you dropped out of school and you never got your life together and you know they're going back and forth Vince like gone Craig yeah, he, bad he, everything blood. he said he was gonna do in high school he did none of it and now he's fucking broke and just yeah they 
you can tell as yeah. the night's gone on, there's a little mo- a lot more hostility going on. And that's on. what leads up to this like crescendo, yeah. which is Vince steps out with Champ. Yeah. And Champ is pretty much reading the writing on the wall. And realizes well, he lets well he lets Vince vent a minute. Like yeah. you know, that guy, you know, he always would come crying to me when he got his ass beat and I always stood up for him, like blah 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 and fuck that guy. You know, I almost killed him, I could have killed him, blah blah blah. He thinks he's better than me. That's, That's where right. Champ starts thinking, Oh, alright, what can we do with this? And Strip says two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, all yours. Yeah. So just do kill that. him. So finish it. Yep. I'll take finish care of the rest. It. Yep. <laughs> so then we get, he walks back in, and you can see Champ and his wife kind of stand in the background watching. Well, he's like, he's got, I'm going to call a taxi. You saw, well, you saw Violet cleaning up Craig in the yeah. kitchen. Because Craig, like, he is lumpy. Fucked he is up. bloody. Like, he is, he's almost in the corner, like, just kind of, like, curled up and just, like, fucking beaten to shit. Oh yeah, that and that was a that was a beating. Yeah, yeah, it was. He just pummeled his face into the ground. So yeah, yeah so Chance like, you know what? Craig's like, I want to get the fuck out of here as much as you can understand him, since yeah. his mouth's all fucked up. Chance like, all right, I'll call a taxi. Yeah, you know, going through the motions, stuff like that. And as he's doing this, there he's watching as Vince, like Craig's got his back. He's packing up all the money into a duffel bag. Vince is walking with the knife. They're just. Slowly approaching. Same tiny ass knife. Yeah. But then Vince has this moment of... He sees all the pictures. Yeah. And that starts to kind of... They're showing pictures from earlier in the night at the first bar. And it's everything from, like, the pictures they took with, like, Violet and Champ to before that. When they were just sitting by themselves being bros. Which, in my mind, I was like, oh, they got spotted. They got picked. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But he has a crisis of conscience. Yep. Yeah. Like, at the very last moment, he's as mad as he was and mm-hmm. up up on the blood. He gets up to right behind Craig with the knife, and he can't do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Puts the knife away. Hey, man, he, we got to get out of here. He's like, man, we, we got to go. And uh, fucking Craig turns around and shoots him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which was awesome. Because yeah, shoots him in the fucking kidney first, so yep. it gives him time to turn, like, to look at him. Yep. Yeah. Look at that bloody, lumpy he face. Falls down, busts his head on a fucking table. Yeah, which is perfect. Because yeah, he falls down. And he's not dead, but man, he, like, just add a little bit there. His face is fucked after hitting that table. He gets up, and fucking Craig puts one, puts one through his face. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boom. Done. And I love this right after that, champ calls him. He's like, yeah, I'm going to need that special uh, maid service. Uh, we talked about. <laughs> yeah. well, before he makes that call, though, there's silence. In the oh, room, oh, and, then, yeah. and he just goes, well, that was grim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was grim. That's one of the best lines. Seriously. Right. Ooh, like, they grim. orchestrated everything, and he's like, wow, that was grim. Like, I, I mean, I knew this show was going to happen, probably, but wow. Because this is entertainment. Yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. And we learn because... There you go. Craig gets his money, walks out, and then there's the couple. And straight out of fucking trading places, he pulls out, or she pulls out a 50. And no, he pulls, she, he pulls out. out a 50 and hands it to her. Mm-hmm. And this whole interaction with these two friends was just a bullshit bet that they had made at the beginning of the night. Same, way, same with the waitress. Yeah. 
But I'm all saying same yeah. same Ask way with tits, Colin or Vince. I trading places I, when you have these two brothers who say, "Let's completely change these motherfuckers' lives." And I believe that was what a dollar bet. Yeah, yeah, it was a dollar in that. Yeah, it was a dollar. I think it's significant that this was a fifty dollar bet when they were trying to impress the guys with a hundred dollar bet about the bartender in oh, the beginning. Yeah. The fact it was a $50 bet at the end it really shows over who is going to win. Their mentality and how sociopathic they are <laughs> because they're just like, wow, we did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we made two people, we pitted them against each other and and basically made them kill each other. Oh, no, they fucking they amazing. Did. Yeah. And and during the scene where they were tearing into each other, Verbally, they were like slowly like entwining their hands violently. Oh yeah, they were getting yeah. uh, this Colin perfect excellent. Yeah, like they Dude. were just like, oh, we this were is our bone. moment. We did it. We did it. Yeah, this is the thing that brought us to our six month marriage. And, like it's almost like she, her taking those photos of like we're gonna document these two guys, old friends, get along, and we're gonna go through the night and die and just and make this destroy this friendship to the point where not only do they gonna hate each other. They're going to kill each other. So I'm actually wondering if they'd done it before because one of the things that I was kind of hoping they would focus in on is in the scene at the towards the beginning of the film, like when they first get to the house, when Colin takes Vince in to see where the safe is, there are a bunch of pictures on his desk. And I couldn't get a good look at what they were. But, that, that is a but good... I have a suspicion that, that it was something is... similar. Yeah. It could be. Well, and he has the number for the maid service, so yeah, kind of sets up. You know, they might have tested before. They learned, oh, I should leave the safe open this time to yeah. help encourage them to see the money. You know, get plenty of drugs to encourage irrational thoughts and behaviors. Like enough there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a yearly thing. It's I'm kind of serious. kind of wish they even had though that they've in only been married for six months, so they say. Yeah, this Who could knows? Be, this could be Who a pattern knows? and. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I would watch uh, you know ten sequels. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would too. But also, what the fuck does to... he do for a living? Because I need that job. Yeah, we get to Craig, get home, fucking bloody as oh, shit. Right. Drops his duffel bag of oh, money, man. opens it onto the the this couch, and there's you know their little his little kid crying. His baby, his little baby, picks her up. Wife wakes up and fucking amazing shot. Oh, this um, is this is my favorite. This is one of the best ending shots of any movie ever. <laughs> I will agree to that. Yeah, I, and like, I, I will straight up like defend this against like fucking Citizen Kane. I don't give a fuck. This ending shot <laughs> where he is standing holding his child who is crying. Because obviously his dad is bleeding and crazy. It doesn't even look like his dad. Yeah. I mean, Bloody the baby doesn't know. The baby's probably fucking teething or something. The baby's just like, I have this shit. Bloody yeah, the baby might have been crying as soon as he walked in. Bloody so. ass money on the fucking couch. Wife walks into the room, turns on the light, and just looks with this astonishment, like this horror <laughs> in her face. And titles. Yeah, that's right. Cheap thrills. Bam. Cheap thrills. And Fuck. then we kick into fucking Agent Orange. I'm like, Agent Orange. Fuck yes. Yeah. So, oh man. One this of the best endings was, to any movie ever. This movie was solid. so much fun. Yeah, I will definitely be watching this again. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to buy this. Uh, yeah, you should. I fucking will. So I have Please. to make my partner watch it. Please. Like, so, support. any 
real quick. Anything you think you could double feature with this? Ooh, that would be... Okay, okay, hold on. I gotta I've got one, but it's not a movie. I'll just not throw it out there. There is a Tales from the Crypt episode okay. where these two guys that are gambling back and forth. I think it's Lance Henderson and I can't think of the other guy, but they're pretty much betting and they get to the point where then they start betting on body parts and chopping off fingers and stuff like that till you get to the very end of the episode where they're pretty much two armless, legless gamblers like talking shit to each other. <laughs> but Fair kind enough. of in that thing where it starts out very like, all right, just the tip of the pinky finger. All right, you know what? Fuck that. The thumb. And then it gets opens from there. No, dude, I, I feel that. I think I know who I, what I would pair it with film-wise. What's that? I'd pair it with American Psycho. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> was that yours? I was, that was my first thought. Well, look. Because honestly, yeah. There's also, um, I would, uh, it's, it's an Into the Dark uh, movie, mm-hmm. but it came out, I think, last Christmas about this boss who invites his these two guys that are working under him and says, I've got one promotion and one of y'all is going to earn it by the end of the night. And that mm-hmm. pretty much has them just pretty much go after each other in a bunch of crazy fucking like test and to the point where they're supposed to try to kill each other. Um, but Julian Sands is like the boss in there, but yeah. I would definitely put that with this. You know, we could actually... Okay, so it depends on what aspect of the film interests you. So American Psycho is the depravity, a little bit of the gore, and that, like, that, like, devil-may-care attitude of high society. Sure. Like, you've got money, you can get away with it. But if you're in it for the gore, for the, like, almost daring aspect of doing depraved things for some sort of, like, whether there's a consequence or otherwise, we compare this with Saw. The original Saw the film. First saw. The first Saw. The only saw. good one. That's the only one I'm talking about. <laughs> damn right. Just so I can com- complete it, the Hulu Into the Dark movie is called A Nasty Piece of Work. Okay. So nice. I would definitely pair that movie up with this and kind of that same thing where it just gets more competitive and there's this person who's, you know, twisting and adding, anting up like, you know... As, as the movie progressed, like, well, that looks like that's management material there. I, you look like you need to get that shit together. And you have almost kind of the same two type of characters in this, where you have the one guy who's, you know, worked really hard, but he's getting pushed around, he's working for yeah. his wife. And the other one that's this guy that's pretty much an asshole and just expects, like, I'm better than everybody else. So... If we wanted to pair this with a really stupid movie, we could pair it with Waiting. <laughs> This champ is in a team. About realizing your full potential. <laughs> I would say this pretty much works well with oh. anything that goes like super off the rails. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, just the way that this movie like built and built and mm-hmm. went off the rails. Um, we already talked about it earlier. I think we mentioned it, but mom and dad. Oh yeah. Yes. And I would. Absolutely, especially the fact that they're both contemporary, like sort of genre movies that mm-hmm. have come out recently. There were smaller releases, not that many people have seen them, but they both go crazy off the rails. Not so, the most of anything we covered. That award still goes to Save the Green Planet. Man, I need to watch that. that. I, I still re re listen to that <laughs> would, episode, and I'm like, what? I would just say yeah. That's, that's I don't film. know if we'll ever come across a movie that. There are rails of rails of rails that that goes off of. But you said that was like five films in one almost. Yeah, yeah. that was something else. Yeah. 
Like, what? It was like. That's yeah, its own category. I got. The closest I got was watching Tetsuo the Iron Man, which is also bananas and amazing. Yeah, it is, but the, the, it this is more accessible. All right, so, all right. So we got our double features, and. Um, all right, let's wrap this motherfucker up. <laughs> yeah, this has been a long episode. Sorry. We got excited. We went on a few um, tangents off you the wheel talking about fear metal, band, <laughs> metal bands showing up the malls <laughs> and like, what high school type means. Stuff like that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we, we you, you didn't have a girl's name to forget this time, so you had to yell high school type <laughs> a couple of times. I get it. The, I love the fact that all of our longest episodes... <laughs> Have Murphy on it them. I'm sorry. Like it's We're either okay. fucking with them or just weird tangents that happen. Because no, I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's my favorite. I love you guys. So anyhow, um, so this podcast is available in most of the podcast streaming sites. Um, you can also check out all the great quality, high quality podcasts at www.guipodcast.com. Check out Beautiful Disasters Podcast on Facebook. Uh, we've got a bunch of shit going on. Um, we, whenever the fuck this goddamn <laughs> pandemic ends, we're going to get fucking screenings going on again. Like, we're going to have all the things. As always, give us input. You know, if there's something you want to suggest we do, let us know. And in the meantime, you can support the podcast and somebody the fuck else by buying... GUI podcast merch because you can get a beautiful disaster shirt you can get something for like any of the other podcasts on the network and all of the money currently that's purchased from the GUI network is going to the um, what is it it's, it's the fun to help re- restaurants in Richmond people. yes it's the, I can't the Holly remember. Fun Holly Fun thank Holly you fun. and yep. if you decide to purchase a mask from T Public with like say the beautiful disasters logo on it or the GUI logo on it T Public is donating a like a a, a like N95 quality I'm mask. I'm glad you said it. I knew, someone, I knew it was a fancy mask, but I didn't yeah, know the specific. To to the hospitals yes. and the people that are actually on the front, front lines trying to, you know, quench this pandemic so we can all actually live lives again. Yeah. Um, yes. But uh, I'm just saying that, like, that beautiful disaster shirt, I bought it because of fucking course I did. It's so fucking comfortable, y'all. Like, I cut the, the sleeves off of it. My titties stay in it. It cushions them. Just do it. Just buy a beautiful disaster shirt. It'll it is a soft cute. shirt. Yeah. The T Public so shirts good. are soft. And if they fuck up, if for some reason it doesn't look right, email T Public and they'll send you another one. Yep. Goddamn like. right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely check out all the GUI podcast uh, shows. There's fucking, what, 11? Yep. Jesus Christ, something. Goddamn. Yeah. And we will definitely have a whole bunch of shit coming out. In the month of October for the Halloween season. Ooh, can I pitch one thing for you guys? Yeah. So I am not a good artist, but I have an idea for a beautiful disaster shirt. And if one of y'all who is listening comes up with a good design for this, then, you know, I'll PayPal you. I'll record a special, like, dance for you, something like that burlesque-wise. We'll figure it the fuck out. But, basically, what I want to pitch to you, the audience, and you're multi-talented, as I'm sure you are, is a shirt for schlock abuse. Because I envision schlock abuse with someone tied up with a film, being forced to watch something Clockwork Orange style, with their eyelids held back, tied up with film. So, if you can draw... And you can do something good with this. 
send it to beautiful disasters tag them on instagram tag them on facebook believe me they know where the fuck i am and uh for the best one we'll figure out something cool okay i wholly support this idea yes yes we have uh we have been knocking around ideas for different shirts and stuff like that for a minute and it's just been challenging, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in these times, getting, you know, artists and commissions and all kinds of stuff like that. So thank you for that. My pleasure. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys come up with. Indeed. <laughs> all right. So thank you so much for listening. I am the Groots. you Hunter. Murphy. Thank you. GUIPodcast.com <laughs>